Hey, this is Pastor Jeff Workmeister of Elevate Church, and welcome to our podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope this inspires you, encourages you, and builds your faith. Enjoy the podcast. What a story. All right, I'm going to do my best because I don't have enough time, but God's going to help me right now. Amen? Come on, let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We ask you'd come, speak life to us, lead us, guide us into all truth and understanding today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, go to Mark 4. Mark 4, okay? Mark chapter 4, verse 35. And it says, later that day, after it grew dark, Jesus and his disciples crossed to the other side of the lake. Look at your neighbor and say, cross to the other side cross to the other side. God, do that a little more passion. Say, cross to the other side. There we go. Verse 36. (laughs) I love hearing your voices. After they had sent the crowd away, they shoved off of the shore with him, and he had been teaching from the boat, and there were other boats that sailed with him. Suddenly, as they were sailing across the lake, a furious tempest storm arose. A violent wind and waves were crashing into the boat until it was all but swamped. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting on a cushion. So, he, so they woke him. Teacher, don't you even care that we're all about to die? Fully awake, he rebuked the storm and shouted at the sea, Hush, calm down, he said. And all at once, the wind stopped howling, and the waters became perfectly calm. And then he turned to the disciples and said, Why are you afraid? Haven't you learned to trust me yet? But they were overwhelmed with fear. And they said to one another, Who is this man who has such authority that even the wind and the waves obey him? You know, when we started this church, God took us very quickly into really deep waters. And I don't know if you've had those moments yet with the Lord where you take off from the shore and the shore is peaceful and it's calm. And on the shore, you feel God's love and you feel his encouragement. You know, I'll never forget when the Lord spoke to me about starting the church and he told us we were gonna be a big church and he told us that we had a different DNA for this region in this area and that he was gonna use us to spread the truth of Jesus Christ. I remember he talked to me about Uh, WLW, uh, the radio and the network here in Cincinnati and how back in the 30s, they were really the hub. They were really the Hollywood of the United States. It was the first radio station that would broadcast from coast to coast. And I remember the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, I'm gonna take the truth of Jesus Christ and I'm gonna speak it through you and elevate church and it's gonna go from coast to coast. And I'm on the shore and in the shore there's peace But then you shove off the shore and you get out into the ocean, you get out into the deep ends of life and you find yourself in the deep waters of life where it's just kind of turbulent. Alyssa, we're not gonna do exactly what I told you. Just, I want you to put that one picture of, of our bank account up for me. So I'll never forget, I took this picture because I'm a dad, and I have three children and a family, and I had $5.65 to my name, you know? 
And those are the moments you're like, I'm in the deep. I'm in the deep of life and I'm trusting God and, and, and we're way, way out there. And there's some things in this story that the Lord just revealed to me that we all have to come to an understanding because I feel like we're all in the deep right now. I feel like 2020 just pushed us off the shore and pushed us into the deep. And Jesus is about to come back. And the closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the waters are going to get deeper and deeper. And we got to know how to react. And we got to know how to trust the Lord. And we got to know what the voice of the Lord is saying in this season and time. Let me give you some truth today. First point is this. Jesus will speak to you when you're on the shore, right before you go to the deep. John chapter 16, verse 13, it says this, when the spirit of truth comes, the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. I love that all truth comes from the Lord, right? All truth. We're all searching for truth. We're all searching for answers. We're all searching for ourselves. It all comes from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is truth embodied, and he will help to change the way you think, perceive, perspectives. He'll see things completely and he'll help you, okay? It says this, he will not speak on his own, which is great. He speaks only what the Father is speaking, okay? He will not speak on his own, but only what he's heard and he will tell you about the future. So he will tell you on the shore about the good things that God is gonna do because he understands something, okay? He understands that, you're going to face storms in life, right? You're going to have moments. There's going to be moments where you're on the mountaintop, but there's going to be moments when you're in the valley. And the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you ahead of time to tell you what's on the other side, okay? Let me show you this. Acts chapter 27, okay? This is Paul, and this is what he is telling the crew of people on the ship. He says this, but take courage, None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship is going down. I don't know how encouraged I would feel, okay? You know? He's telling them, hey, listen, the ship's going down. But hey, we're going to be okay. And I just feel like the Lord is saying that in the earth right now. Like, the ship and the perspective of how you see the world and how you see America and how you see all this stuff, it's sinking fast. But you're okay. Hmm. I should have had a real good amen right there. But you're like, no, don't let the ship go. You're okay. You know why they were okay? Because Paul says, he goes, an angel of the Lord that I serve came to me and spoke to me last night. And he goes, hey, I want you all to know, take heart, take courage. I trust my God. I trust his word. We're going to be okay. God will always speak to you on the shore before you get into the deep. Point number two is this. Don't go back to the shore. Ooh, amen. Don't go back. Listen, in verse 35, Jesus said to the disciples, we're crossing to the other side. So when Jesus speaks, he speaks with authority. Amen? So when Jesus spoke, he said, let there be light. There was light. 
When Jesus speaks, he speaks to you and there's authority by what he's speaking to you about. And because there's authority, there's also provision. Okay, so if you go back to the shore, because here's the deal, we all wanna go back to the shore when we're out in the deep because we're like, that's where I last felt peace, right? Because you get out into the water and it's rocky and the storm's raging and there's lightning and there's wind and there's thunder and the water's raging in and you feel, you feel, you feel, you feel, right? You feel like you're gonna drown. But God's like, you're not gonna drown. I told you with authority already that you're going to the other side, right? Okay, so if you go back to the shore, The problem is this, there's no provision there. God's provision left. Where is God's provision? On the other side. So when you go back to the shore, and you're like, now where's God? God's going, I already left there because I already told you where you were going. I just need you to catch up with me. Somebody's going to get set free today in Jesus' name. Point number three is this. Miracles don't happen on the shore. Woo! Can I get an amen from the crowd, somebody? Miracles don't happen on the shore. Jesus calmed the storm out in the deep. Peter walked on water out in the deep. The disciples were fishing all night and couldn't catch anything. And Jesus comes to him and he goes, go deeper. And what happens? They get so much that their nets start to rip and they got to call for others to come help. God's miracle working power happens in the deep because what it means is this, you're no longer in control. And he can't wait for you to let go. And he's okay. He's okay. I got I to gotta tell you, and I know that this is going to rock your faith because you're like, I'm just never going to have a rocky day with Jesus, right? No, you're going to have some troubles, but he's going to meet you right in the middle, right? You know what I love about Peter? Even though, listen, Jesus fully intended for Peter to walk on water, right? When he said, come, again, he spoke authority and spoke provision for him to defy all laws that God himself had designed. Peter was supposed to walk to him and he falls because he takes his eyes off Jesus. But you know what I love about it is Jesus is right there with his hand. He goes, it's all right. I know you were going to fall. The Lord already knows when you're going to make a mistake. He already knows when you're going to fall. He already knows all this. And he goes, I'm right here with you. Point number four is this. Resistance means you're close to breakthrough. Ooh. Resistance means you're close to breakthrough. So often, we're in the storm of life and we're yelling, Jesus, save me. I don't like how this feels. I don't like the anxiety. I don't like this fear. I don't like this tension. I'll never forget My paycheck had ran out from Living Word. We had about 40 days of pay after we left. We hadn't started the church yet. We had no income. 
And I'll never forget waking up at like one o'clock in the morning and just, and I had a panic attack. Just had a panic attack. I, I, remember, just, I, I, I remember just staring out the window, sweating, my heart beating out of my chest, feeling like, God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And this is how we feel when we're out in the deep. And we're yelling at God, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Take me away from this. I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. I don't like what's going on. And we're yelling at God. And then God is yelling back at us. And he goes, I have a plan. And you're like, I didn't want to hear that. You're like, I wanted you to come save me. And he goes, I have a plan. See, the disciples, they didn't know why they were going to the other side. They didn't know why they were in the boat. They didn't know why they were headed across the way. But the reality is this. Jesus had a mission. Hmm. I'd never seen this before. And the Lord showed this to me the other night. Okay? In chapter 5, we find out what the mission is. Jesus is going to the other side to deal with a powerful principality. Okay? Jesus is going to the other side of the lake because there's a man who has demons and he's possessed and he's running amok and he's just destroying the whole entire region, bringing fear and chaos. Jesus is going to the other side to deal with something. Okay? So... Jesus wakes up and he does what? He rebukes the storm. Okay? But would Jesus rebuke anything that came from God the Father? No. What did Jesus only rebuke? Satan and the demons. Okay? Why, why, why is there such chaos? Well, we find out right here. Mark 5, chapter 2. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out of the tombs to meet him. This is like the movie thriller happening right now, okay? All right? Zombies are coming out. Zombie man. This man lived in the burial caves and no longer could be restrained, even with chains. Whenever they put chains or shackles on him, he was so strong, he would snap the chains from his wrists and smash the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night, he wandered among the burial caves and the hills, howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. When Jesus was still a distance away, the man saw him, ran to him, and bowed before him. But here's the deal. It's not the man bowing before him. It's the demons. Because the demons know Jesus and they know he's the king. And so they come and they bow before the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus came to deal with them. Sometimes Jesus is taking you to the other side because he wants to deal with some junk in you. He wants to deal with some things in your past. He wants to deal with some things that happened in your childhood. He wants to deal with some stuff so that you have victory in life in him. Because the greatest news is this, when you get the victory, you spread it to everybody. 
Amen? Verse 7, with a shriek, the demon screamed, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torment me. Listen, Jesus reigns powerfully, authoritatively. He is king of kings. He is Lord of lords over all, all, all that's happening in the earth right now. Verse eight, for Jesus had already said to the spirit, come out of this man, you evil spirit. Jesus demanded, what is your name? And he replied, my name is Legion because there are many of us inside of him. And the evil spirit begged him again and again to send them to some distant place. The reason they were in a storm going to the other side was because the devil knew if he didn't interrupt the boat on the way to the other side, he would destroy the plans that he had for that whole region. Right? The devil had authority over that region. And Jesus was coming on a mission. So sometimes you're in the middle of the storm and you're frustrated and you're upset, but you're almost at victory. You're almost at breakthrough. And the enemy will fight you tooth and nail to distract you, to disarm you to get you to take your eyes off of Jesus, to get your eyes off of what God's about to do because God is about to do something miraculous in your life. And you think, because here's what's the problem. There are so many times you're in the middle of a storm and you're like, Pastor Jeff, what did I do wrong? I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong at all. God loves you. He's with you. He just has more for you. He's just got more. Verse 18, as Jesus began uh, to leave on, on his boat to depart, the man who had been set free, I love that, he had been set free. Do you read the New Testament? I, listen, I encourage you, read the New Testament. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke. Read the New Testament. Every time Jesus encountered an evil spirit, sickness, disease, anything, it all bowed before him. He set everyone free, okay? Jesus answered him, no, but he said to him, go back to your home, to your family, tell them what the Lord has done for you, show them how I had mercy on you. See, the world needs to see the mercy of Jesus Christ. You need to be a spreader of mercy, spreader of mercy to people, to your job, to your family, to your friends, showing them the goodness of God. Verse 20, so the man left and went into the region of Jordan and Sierra, and he told everyone he had met what Jesus had done for them, and they were, all the people marveled, okay? Jesus used a man that had thousands of demons in him to go reach thousands of people. How cool is that? Jesus will use anybody that's willing to go, I'm available, Lord. Use me. I know I got a pass. I know I got some junk. I know I'm not perfect. Listen, I remember when I first got saved, Taka, my man that was discipling me, brought me on his leadership team. He always said, listen, Jeff knew how to spell Jesus, and that was all I needed. Right? 
Sometimes you, that's all you got. You're like, I know how to say the word Jesus. And he goes, that's all right, I'll use you. I'll use you for my glory. I'll do great things inside of you. God uses this man. He becomes an evangelist, tells others. And the whole time, the whole time, the disciples are thinking to themselves, why are we going to the other side? Why are we going to the other side? Why are we in this storm? And the whole time Jesus is going, I have people I want to go reach. There's people that need me. And when we started Elevate Church, there was a lot of storms. Man, there's a lot of storms. I'm not going to lie, there's still a lot of storms. It's funny. You get a few people, you grow, things are bigger. People just think, oh, now you're great. Everything's fine. No, man, we're... It's been real rocky lately. Why? Because we're about to go into these facilities and save men. Men that we've all forgotten about. Men that are cast away. And Jesus goes, I'm going to the other side. I'm taking you, I'm taking this church, and we're going to the other side. And he spoke to my heart, and he said, we're going to go get my sons. Those, those men are my sons. We're going to the other side. There's still storms. But just like I said in the video, we know there's people to reach. There's people to reach in Liberty Township. There's people to reach in Monroe. There's people to reach in Middletown. There's people to reach in Lebanon. There's people to reach in Mason. There's people to reach in Westchester. There's people to reach in Cincinnati. There's people to reach in America. There's people to reach around the world. There's people to reach, and we're going to the other side for Jesus. Oh, 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 oh